Welcome to the Health Leaders Podcast, the place for peer-sourced and solution-focused insights for healthcare executives with new episodes airing every Tuesday. I'm Jay Asser, an editor at Health Leaders. In today's episode, we will be discussing precision medicine issues with Samir Kordi, Chief Informatics Officer and Senior Vice President of Informatics for Duarte, California-based City of Hope. Samir, thanks so much for being here and joining us. Thank you for reaching out and happy uh, to join you and help uh, provide any any input to the conversation that we can. I was just hoping to start us off. If you could tell us a little bit about the Poseidon environment and what are some of its primary elements? Well, Poseidon as a, as a whole is a cloud-based data lake and it has multiple sources that contribute data to it. And the primary focus of that data is to drive and derive insights from the data we're collecting on our patient populations and and providing the tools, analysis tools and exploration tools for hypothesis development and and building. And then on top of that, the visualization and collaboration tools that enable us as a research institution uh, provide a mechanism or a workbench, I like to call it, a workbench. Poseidon is basically a data oncology workbench, and it enables folks from within the organization and outside the organization to collaborate and share data together. It brings in all the clinical genomic data from, you know, our EMR and our, you know, even our historical legacy EMR data that was captured in different systems since we went live with Epic about five plus years ago, maybe six now. And and that data flows into an enterprise focused data warehouse. And then we have other data sources and channels that we capture data from on, on the genomic side of things from genomic testing labs. And then we associate that data with the clinical data and then provide uh, other aspects of data collection like imaging, radiology, and and we're going towards actually capturing digital pathology slides as part of that environment to help enrich the data and, and, you know, drive in silico discoveries rather than, you know, in the wet lab type of discovery. And then, you know, doing machine learning and AI model training and development to find the patterns and nuances in the data that may provide us insights that we have not seen or were able to see in the past because of the richness of the data that we are collecting today. And at the end of the day, this is actually to drive, you know, and improving the outcomes for our patient populations that are coming to City of Hope in their care journey and then driving improved outcomes for the entire population in, in cancer. What inspired you to create this? What is it about the Poseidon environment that you couldn't leverage your existing systems or build something from scratch? Okay, well, that's a great question. You know, I had done that once before uh, coming to City of Hope at my previous institution. And when I was there, I, I, I had the luxury of time and the ability to have a strong team around me to build it together, right? And so we, we there were no tools on the market that could do what we started about 24, 25 years ago in the path of my career, developing at my previous institution. 
So I had the luxury of time, the skilled labor force and access to a skilled, educated labor force in, in the tech industry in a different city that I could bring and lean on together to develop and incept solutions to drive value from the data that we have and bringing it collectively together for population sciences, research, clinical research, precision medicine, and other aspects of research environments. So I had that luxury of time to build it now a few years ago. After coming to City of Hope, you know, I had to move fast and the expectations, of course, were high to deliver. I did not have the luxury of time to to build something from scratch. Could I have done it? Yes, I could have, but it would have taken a lot longer to do it. So we had to identify partners that can help us get there faster. And we had done that. And part of that path came through developing tools and frameworks to capture data on the specific disease areas that are of interest to us in the multiple disease areas for research and then making that data discreetly structured and available and joining it into a Poseidon common data model that incorporates all other aspects of clinical data that comes from the EMR and then and that is structured in that sense and then there's data that is unstructured and then for that model we have to develop and build tools in natural language processing and machine learning to identify and target data elements that are essential for our research purposes and and the investigators at City of Hope in these individual disease areas. We also capture data from the disease registry, which is institutional tumor registry that all outcomes get reported to. And we capture some of that data into our Poseidon Common Data Model and some clinical trials data that is consented for sharing. Of course, all the data that we have these patients have been consented to share their data for research purposes, and they have to sign a consent form. And then if there's any downstream research that requires recruitment of patients, then a different internal review process goes in front of the internal review board to evaluate the project and the research. And then uh, a group of individuals that are familiar and understand the space very well vote on whether to approve or disapprove or recommend changes to the protocol so that it can go forward. So that's that's mainly it. I, I had done it before and I'm I'm doing it here in a different sense on a larger scale. And that's what attracted me to this great institution. What has Poseidon enabled City of Hope to do that you couldn't necessarily do before? Has it lived up so far to its promise as far as the return on investment for you? Well, I'd like to say yes, it has. We have been able to centrally capture all that data in one environment, on one platform, provide the tools and access to that environment to enable our research community to visualize it and do work with it, whether they're developing their own AI and machine learning algorithms or they're using the out of the box cohort exploration tools and discovery tools that come uh, as part of the environment. So I would say yes, the number of publications that it has enhanced the access to that data to facilitate the research at the organization and being able to respond to those data requests much faster. And also, you know, the grant grants 
lots of grants now in the multi-million dollar range are you know highlighting and focusing on using and applying the technology and the tools on Poseidon for fulfilling the goals and the aims of these individual grants. So I would say yes, and it's still you know a work in progress in in healthcare and 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 research. Your data is never done. You know, there's always more data, new data, new ways of you know describing a disease or new discoveries about actionable mutations that were not actionable in the past, and that changes the landscape and the dynamic. And this Poseidon platform enables us to to catch it after the test results become available, and then we have the workflows and pipelines and systems in place to capture those results as soon as they become available from our NGS testing labs. So breaking down the data silos and, and moving toward fair principles can be a challenging thing. How were you able to accomplish that? You know, understanding the landscape and where to go to find the data, soliciting and developing the partnerships and relationships with the individual teams within the organization in the digital vertical. I sit within the digital vertical. I report to the chief digital officer and within that org, you know, everything digital as it relates to clinical research, informatics, bioinformatics, machine learning, AI, and and cybersecurity and the like sits under our chief digital officer and, and a few of us within that group or domain have central focus on you know the types of work that we we target and do for the organization to help facilitate access to that data so we work closely together with our it partners at city of hope as well as enterprise data warehousing teams and our ai and applied uh, ai teams and and data science teams to deliver and work closely together and then we we create repeatable processes, right? It comes down to repeatability, right? Reproducibility, yeah. and that's the R in FAIR, right? You have to be able to reproduce the process and the mechanisms by which you go after this data and capture it. So as I mentioned, I have teams that target different areas of the data space that we work within uh, to help make and bring more structure to that data so you know it can drive and and provide the input that's needed for research and discovery and it it fits a whole continuum of research right basic science research population sciences research environmental research you know based on geocoding for these individuals that live in different areas that may be highly susceptible you know health economics as they factor into the care continuum model for patients, as well as all the clinical data. You know, our EMRs today don't look like the EMRs we had 10 or 15 years ago, and they're getting richer and more capable and more intelligent in how they refine and structure that data for us to use. But then there's still a lot of work to be done, especially I'm sure in oncology, especially in oncology, but I'm sure in other disease areas, I think there's more discrete data coming from an electric vehicle, discreetly structured data that you can derive intelligence and train models on than we do in, in healthcare today. So that should tell you 
you know, we still have a lot to do. And just lastly, I, uh, before we go, uh, just looking forward, how do you see the future of Poseidon and City of Hope? How do you try to stay ahead of the curve? The future from, you know, the perspective of driving the mission for City of Hope is basically make the discoveries at the end of the day to treat these patient populations and cure them of the disease, right? Where it becomes a more manageable chronic disease rather than a terminal, unfortunate diagnosis and illness. But to get there, you know, there's still a lot of research to be done. We're, you know, we've made a lot of progress in the space. I'm no clinical expert or a research a scientist, but we've made a lot of progress since I started doing this many years ago and how we do it today. And, and the improvements, you know, are very quantifiable and measurable. So that's, you know, the holy grail, if you will. The other part of it, you know, you have to bring in and deliver actionable technology that can solve the problem. You know, we have to train software systems, machine learning and AI systems. And I don't want to use the word robots because I don't want people to jump to a different place. But systems that are highly intelligent that can assist in the diagnosis of individuals based on the wealth of and breadth of the data that they have, as machines can sift through data much faster than humans can, and they have the ability to retain it and act on it and provide recommendations. Now, not everybody that shows you a gold nugget necessarily really is a gold nugget, you know, so you have to be careful on what you choose and how you choose these technologies to, to deliver and serve the purpose of improving and curing cancer and improving the quality of care we deliver to our patients. So from my perspective, I'm, I'm in technology, right? I have to improve the access to the data and more data at the fingertips of our research communities so that they can act much faster on it. And we're getting there. You know, what we are doing today is much better than what we were doing four or five years ago. Well, Samir, it's been wonderful talking with you. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us. It's been an illuminating conversation. Well, I appreciate you guys reaching out and, you know, I hope I hope you find it helpful and please feel free to reach out. Thank you again. And thank you thank for you. listening to the Health Leaders podcast. We'll be back with new episodes featuring more healthcare industry insights. Until next time.